So welcome to episode four of Free Goods, and it's a little bit different today. So this past Friday, I actually recorded a live episode as part of the launch party for the Ethnic Isles Joy issue. I was fortunate enough to co-edit that particular issue, and it's up right now at theethnicisle.com. My guest for this episode was Leah Bowen, and she's actually a writer, a playwright, and hosts a history podcast called The Secret Life of Canada. We talked about crate digging, Calypso, Frank Ocean, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And sorry in advance with the audio, we had to make do a little bit, but it's all good. Enjoy the episode. Uh, we're going to talk about music that makes us happy, obviously, because the theme tonight is joy. Um, so yeah, this is this is going to end up being Free Goods episode four. So if you guys haven't listened to the first three episodes, you should. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Leah, for, for kicking it with me in front of several other people. It's fine. Um, it's totally normal Um, it's like my living room it's fine Um, but yeah I guess the first thing I want to ask is like how do you find how do you find new music Uh, I find new music uh, you know in various ways YouTube a lot Um, Apple Music not really Spotify because I find that it eats my phone battery and so I've kind of deleted off my phone Um, but to be honest I find the whole idea the whole algorithm thing where it's like you like so you must like that whole thing kind of takes away from the beauty of discovering music that you wouldn't necessarily normally listen to or you know discover so I find those I still I, I I mean I have a history podcast I'm super nerd and I like old things so I still go to Value Village sometimes I look through the barrels like I see antique stores and I'm like what's going on there so I find uh, that music and then I write it I don't buy it and then I go to Apple Music and I find it I mean I'm not going to support those stores but I really appreciate what they have in there so I just found uh, a couple weeks ago I found this album called uh, Taj Mahal do you know Taj Mahal? Okay, yeah, neither did I. And so he, I think it's just one guy. There's only one guy on the, uh, on the album cover, but I think he was also a band. And he is like, like really deep blues, electric guitar, and he's doing stuff like so often happen in the US of like black musicians getting their work co-opted by white musicians. So he's doing like what Led Zeppelin kind of stole from him and what uh, the Rolling Stones then kind of co-opted and so it's it's amazing and then I looked him up on Apple Music as I do because I didn't buy the album and he's now in his 80s or something and he's he just did an album with uh, Keb Mo and it's called Taj Mo and it's just like b- old men doing blues it's amazing that sounds really dope yeah so go into barrels and find things yeah I think I want to start doing that like more crate digging Um, I like getting put onto deep cuts too because there's a whole bunch of stuff that you always miss, right? So this is where the audio was just not fucking with us at all, but we were able to take a quick break and continue. All that's missing here is that we started talking about guilty pleasures and Leah's being Mariah Carey. All right, back to the show. So we're all re- we are all recording this. Um, okay, Mariah Carey. So she was running around after her kids in the high heels and the lace, and then she started dating one of her dancers, who's not good for her. You saw it. I know you saw it. And now she's fired her manager, and he's her manager. Anyway, I shouldn't. You know what? This is about. 
um, being inclusive to women, so I really shouldn't be up here slagging Mariah, but she's got some issues. I still love her. Love her I love her deeply. Yeah, okay. I don't know yeah. if I consider her a guilty pleasure, though. I feel like she's, like, she's, like, icon status. She is, it was only after this show that I was, like, right. I feel a bit weird about this. Right. Thing. And she also invented Christmas, so I really appreciate her for that. I listen um, to that song year-round. Yeah. Yeah. It never ends for me. No, it's brilliant. She, like, canceled, like, I guess, like, one of her first Christmas events or whatever, and I have someone on Twitter who was like, we can just, like, delay Christmas. It's fine. Like, yeah. we don't, we can yeah. just wait. Yeah. Um, and I feel similarly. But I think, like I was saying earlier, Britney Spears is a guilty pleasure of mine. She'd be having bobs on the low. Yeah. Um, Demi Lovato, I don't care. I don't, yeah, no. I don't care. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm going to also confess something really bad. Yes. I, I really like the new Taylor Swift song, The New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> that's a. Uh... This is supposed to be an inclusive Oh, yeah, you're right, though. I do feel bad about it. I feel really bad. But the New Year's Day song, she sang it to Jimmy Fallon, and his mom just died, okay, and fine, everyone fine, was fine, crying. Fine, I was fine. like, it's a good it's a good song. I'll let that slide. Okay. Um, just that one, though. Okay, yeah. let it slide. Okay. One song. One. Um, and then, I don't know, if, I mean, this doesn't really count as a guilty pleasure, but just, like, all of the horrible, misogynistic hip-hop that I love and adore and yes. can't get rid of, and yeah. will never Google for my iTunes, even though, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. That's no, what I'm saying. I should like, like it. I should delete it, but like I know? deleted Chris Brown, which okay, I felt really good about. Yes. Yeah. But the really too short has to stay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, some. I feel like there's some music. Unfortunately, you just look the other way on. Right. Too short stays. Ghostface Killer stays. Yeah. I. Uh, I can't I love go. Them all. Yeah, I can't, it can't I go. Understand. Um. Okay, let's get into your first song suggestion. I heard okay. them. Oh, they're very. They're very joyful and like yeah. reminded me a lot of like being a kid. So yeah, me too. Yeah, what was your, what was the first one? Uh, so yeah, so she asked me pick the songs that bring you joy, and I came up with this list, and then I realized you know what the songs that really bring me joy are all old soca, old calypso that my parents used to li- uh, listen to when I was growing up. So this first song, it has everything. It's a good song. It's hilarious. Uh, it's a sat. It's a biting satire. It's called Chicken and Rum. Okay, it's by the Calypsonian um, Mighty Gabby. He's Bajan, and this song happened because there was a huge controversy in Barbados. Like I don't, I guess in the '90s, maybe late '80s, because uh, there was a chicken farm that was selling sick and dead chickens to like restaurants and people, and people were getting sick. And the guy who owned the farm, his name was Ron. Mm. And so at, during crop over, everyone did chicken songs. Like it was a big <laughs> commentary because the government was trying to hide it and people were getting sick. It was a whole thing. Oh, wow. And so people were getting pulled off the air. They weren't playing them on radio. And this song, for whatever reason, because it was Gabby and he's more famous there, I guess, was able to cut through the herd. And so it just... I, I love it. It's hilarious, and it's, um, if you want to know what socially was going on in Barbados in, you know, circa 1989, here it is. That was great. Yeah, that song is hilarious. There's a whole bridge that's like, old MacDonald had a farm. They're, they do a whole thing. So you should really, really check that out. I love yeah. Asians. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think growing up I never realized how, I have a huge love for political satire, a huge love for comedy. Right. And like Calypsonians, that is what they do. They're satirists, they are the town crier, they call people out, they do it in a really inventive, funny way, and um, yeah, I just love it. For sure. Yeah. I'm like realizing that now, because like I, even though I'm half Trini, I grew up on my Jamaican side, so mm-hmm. all of like the old Soka and old Calypso, I'm just hearing it now, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I missed out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and the the next song uh, is also an old kind of Soka song, and for me, the the other reason this music brings me so much joy is I grew up in a really tiny white town in northern Alberta. Mm. It's a beautiful town, but it was white, and so my parents used to have these basement parties where they would find all the West Indians in Alberta, like people would drive like two hours away, once a month. My dad had like, um, you know, red, yellow, green ceiling lights that you turn off all the lights. And so they would play all of the music. It was mostly West Indians, but it was just all sorts of brown people, South Asians, whatever. Right. And so this music is just joyful for me because it's about community. To right. me, it, it just, it's a link to community. It's a link to not feeling like an other for, you know, one month out of the, the t- uh, one day out of the month. Right. For us, yeah. That's so dope. So obviously music was like super important for you to stay connected to, yeah. to your heritage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad had the best, you know, music collection. I remember he was like, every, you know, at the time he would go on the Billboard charts and he would always buy the number one album, mm-hmm. but then he would like mail order, you know, Calypso and Soka music from right. West Indies and we would get it mailed to us. Like, that those is so days. sick. Yeah. Older West Indians always have like the dopest like record collections. Yeah. I've been slowly stealing all of my mom's records without her noticing. But did, then. Did she keep the plastic on? Because my dad was like, the them. plastic stays on. Yeah. The, the sticker, how much I bought it for, stays on. Mm-hmm. Like, we were not allowed to touch that. It was very serious. Obviously, you host um, Secret Life of Canada, and we yep. listened to the clip from earlier. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, what's, like, the coolest thing that you've learned from working on I've it? I've been learning so many things. The podcast is really about untold history, the history that Canada doesn't tell us. It's not in our history books. And so since we released the podcast people have been emailing us and like did you know that in you know hamilton this guy died in a forest fire or whatever um so it's really interesting but um one of the really that actually no one actually you know me that <laughs> you will not hear that on the next episode but um uh so the an inuit center from in ottawa that um is a national Inuit kind of awareness center. They do a bunch of different programs, emailed us and said, can you please do an episode on the Inuit? And we were planning to do an episode on, I always forget the name of the ship, but um, the Franklin Expedition. So it's a ship that was trying to find the Northwest Passage and it basically went down and then the British were searching for it until like, I don't know, Canada found it in two years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to start there. And the interesting thing I found out, I mean, I'm gonna spoil one of the upcoming episodes, but the really interesting thing about that boat, so everyone's been looking for it for hundreds of years, but the Inuit have always known where it is. And for hundreds of years, they were like, yeah, the ship, the ship that you're looking for went down here. 
And the really cool thing I learned was some of the people on that ship, the men on that ship, made it off the boat. Mm -hmm. And they were all uh, poisoned by lead, right? Because the, the containers that they used to eat from were lead. And so they all went crazy. Um, they, their uh, clothing was in shreds. They were freezing to death. And they were all kind of talking in tongues, like lead, it really does stuff to your brains. So the Inuit up there, um, that community, the first white people they ever saw were these men in shreds, like shredded clothes, talking backwards, like completely had lost their mind. And they literally thought they were white walkers. Like, Jesus. so it was like a Game of Thrones episode before Game of Thrones right. ever. So that stuff is really, that is the cool stuff that we learned that, you know, there are communities that can tell this story of Canada for thousands of years that we've never listened to, and so that's the stuff that really excites me. Mm -hmm. Was there any, like, cool, like, music-related history that you found out? Not yet. Not yet. Maybe we'll do an episode. Yeah. We yeah. should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do that. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I should know all the details of this before I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway, because okay. whatever. Um, I watched this documentary about um, basically like the Amen break, like there's a song, uh -huh. and that was the break that um, a lot of like early hip hop beats were based off of and sampled. Uh -huh. um, but some of the musicians that put it together, I think it was recorded in Vancouver. Oh, you know what, that's super interesting, but I lied. We are going to, we are planning to do a bit of a music episode because Phelan Johnson, who's my co-host, she's Mohawk in Tuscarora, she lives on Six Nations, and she's found, I think there's a documentary about this, but she's found a lot of links uh, in, in blues music between indigenous people and black people and how, I mean, the last episode we just did was on slavery. It's a laugh riot, you guys should really listen to it. And how there was 200 years of slavery here in Canada and nobody ever talks about it. Mm -hmm. And it was black people and indigenous people that were enslaved. And so a lot of the musical traditions were shared. And um, and so she wants to do an episode on how the blues in, in a lot of indigenous communities in Canada are huge. Like there are a lot of indigenous blues uh, performers. That's really dope. So this episode is brought to you by The Hustler's Agenda by Design Duo Nontrust. It's a beautiful hardcover organizer that will keep all of your shit in order. Think of it like a roadmap for the creative finesse session. I like that. And it can help you with project management, to-do lists, budgets, goal setting, all that. It'll be available on December 5th for $39 at hustlersagenda.com. Okay, so let's say there's a, a biopic about your life. Okay. Hopefully a joyful one. Yes. Um, and you get to executive produce a soundtrack, who is the first single by? Okay, so um, because they have to prepare this music, they asked me this today and I said, Lauren Hill, if she actually showed up on time or there, and, like if she could show up, and if she didn't show up, Beyonce, obviously. But then I was thinking on the way over here, that's that would not be right because I was born in Edmonton, Alberta. Mm -hmm. So starting with Warren Hill, it's gonna have to start with someone like Dolly Parton. Like if we're gonna do okay. this in time, okay. That's not by choice. That's just I want the story to be. Bar circumstance. Yeah. Okay. But if Warren Hill could maybe do like a remake of some Dolly Parton song, that would also be great. Oh, I know it's not dope. Yeah. I feel like for me it would be probably Marcia Griffiths. 
Okay, I don't know her. She's a reggae singer. Okay. Like, legendary back in the day. And also it's my mom's name, so I just feel like, oh. I feel like she'd be like vainly pleased with that. So, she's <laughs> real, so. Um, okay, so I'm gonna, oh no, you have your second song suggestion. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I kind of mentioned it before, but the second song is, um, oh no, I didn't. Okay, so the second song is by Kwetsonian in, in Barbados as well. His name is Red Plastic Bag. Epic name, best name ever. He was basically making, you know, he set the bar of like, I'm going to name myself after a random household item before Q-tip, before right. everybody, right? So Red Plastic Bag, super famous there. Um, and this song is Rega Rega. It's like a, it's a old time hit that everyone has remade and it's beautiful and I love it. Okay, so when before I dropped my first episode, I accidentally like made Black Twitter explode. Oh. Um, and I asked what your unpopular music opinion is, and my mentions were a wretched dumpster fire. For they still are. I had to mute the responses because I'm like, you guys are not of God. And someone's like, I don't get what, I don't get the fuss over Stevie Wonder. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> first of all. Okay, that. Yeah, we would, I would fight him. I was like, him. I was like, not to be dramatic, but turn your location on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, oh, you know what, mine, I, I don't think it's that unpopular then, because I, I just have strong feelings about this. Okay. My strong feelings that come up inside me is when I hear someone remake a Bob Marley song. Okay. I don't care who you are, don't. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't. Don't add. Don't. I also feel the same way about Stevie Wonder. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it's not that unpopular. Yeah. It's more of a popular opinion, but that's how I feel. My unpopular music opinion is that I do not care for Tupac. Oh. I Okay. Did you hear Tupac? Let me, <laughs> let me qualify this. Okay, this let me be a huge episode. <laughs> let me qualify this. I shouldn't say I don't care for Tupac. I should say that he's not He's not in my top five. He's not even in my top ten, to be totally honest with you. Okay. I 100%. You agree with me? Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for the support, sis. Um, but he was so pretty, though. He was, a, he was a stunning man. Okay. However, and I respect what he did, you know, as a poet and as an activist and just the things that he brought to the culture, obviously. But, like, the Oh, though. Not everyday Hennessy and enemies, my God. It's like, how many, how, how many times, sir? How many times? Okay, here's something that I wouldn't admit, but since we're doing this is a confession episode, sometimes I find common 
disingenuous. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe I feel like ever since Barack Obama and Michelle Obama were like, you're our friend, he was like, I am going to act like Jesus all the time. And I just, I feel like, I don't know. Right. I'm sorry. Ever since he took off the knit hat, it's never, <laughs> it's never quite been the same. Yes, it was the knit hat. It's never quite been the same. It was holding something in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, since we're talking about freestyle, can we all agree that that Eminem thing that got released was Which brutal? Which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. Um, <laughs> I don't know who that is, this, actually. Like, okay, he yeah. released this, like, Trump, anti-Trump thing that was, everyone was like, Eminem is now, well, I'll just say it, Jesus again. I'm just going to use a lot right. of And it was really, really bad. I yeah. thought. It was a lot. Everyone's like, it wow, king okay. of progress. I'm like, it's not, no, it's not that serious. Not. And he doesn't get to. And the no, bars were awful. Really I want him removed from like the GOAT discussion, like the rap canon. Like I want him absolutely removed. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing also, they made that video. I was like, you could have edited this so it was a bit faster. Like he was like, yo, 20 minutes later I gotta run. I was like, God, man, this is very slow pace. He started it with like something like hot coffee pot. I'm like, please. Yeah. That freestyle killed my props. But um Yeah, that was um that was too it's much. Really bad. Yeah. Does anyone else have any unpopular music opinions they'd like to share? I see a hand at the back there. Oh, she wants to know my opinion on Frank Ocean. Why? Is this a trap? Are you don't like him? No, I like Frank Ocean. However, I was um, unmoved by Blonde. Channel Orange is amazing. However, Nostalgia Ultra is his best body of work. I feel that he needs. I don't like to rush artistic process, mm-hmm. but he needs to rush it a little more. <laughs> super slow coming out with stuff. That's right. Funny. Like you're not shot at my guy. You can't. You can't do yeah. these things. Yeah. You're no Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. I also have to say that Jay Z's newest album. It's like I was listening to the read this. I think it was this episode of the read or the last one. They were talking about Roseanne and how they liked it, but then Roseanne won the lottery and it went off the rails and I feel like that's what happened to Jay-Z it's like the Roseanne episode where they won the lottery that whole album so you didn't like like 444 I liked OJ oh there were a couple songs but generally I was like (gasps) okay this is just I liked it you and your family issues yes I know he's married to Beyonce so that's super interesting but right I I don't know I felt it was just like when somebody's rapping about their 401k and they're like credit, credit it's only slightly interesting right 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 oh what about Jay Electronica okay I think it's time to let go of the fact that Jay Electronica like Jay Electronica's not coming out He's, he went on the breakfast club and said I'll drop it when Erica says I can drop it and Erica's never gonna say yes because she's petty and she's, she's my queen but she's just not gonna say yes I think it's just time to let go of the Jay Elect dream. He's gonna keep dropping dope songs every like 45 years and we're just gonna have to deal with it. So, okay, so I wanted to add my, my song suggestions to the last one. Um, this artist, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. His name is Kendall Elijah Dynamite. He does like, I wanna say like funk rock. 
kind of kind of stuff. Uh, the song is called My Name. Footsteps all of a sudden. At least I know my name. Shoe shark rubbing on me, Jack. But at least I know my name. Cool. Yeah. How did you find him? Um, someone just like put me onto him. Okay. Cool. Someone that I know from New York. Um, shout out to Femi. He was like, oh, you should like listen to this artist. Dope. Nice. I like. I think that's how I'm mostly answering questions from the very beginning. But um, I find a lot of music through word of mouth. Like just people that I trust that I know have good taste, and they just right. they just tell me because I'm mad lazy. So I'm like, oh, what should I listen to? And they're like this. I'm like, dope. So is there anywhere, so for people like me who just go dumpster diving or look things up on Apple Music, where would you recommend, where's a place that I should be going that I'm not going? You should go to the Free Goods playlist. Well, obviously, yes. Um, yes. Um, honestly, sometimes on SoundCloud, like, I'm, but that's like going back to the algorithm thing that we were talking about. But that's about. true, I don't go to SoundCloud that often. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's good, yeah, maybe I'll go to SoundCloud. Sometimes when you listen to something on SoundCloud, it just kind of like leads into something else that it will assumes that you'll like, kind of in the same Because I feel like vibe. they have more indie artists, don't they? 100%. Yeah, okay, yeah. 100%. Um, Spotify is really good with the playlists, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a lot of like new music playlists, like New Music Monday. They have a Canadian one. So Spotify is, is better for discovery playlists, and Apple Music just has like the whole libraries of like all the shit, so. I need to know what music brings Vicky Joy? I don't want to put you on the spot, but please answer this question. <laughs> uh, it's almost entirely Afro-Soka playlists. Nice. And like you, I don't often know the names until eventually I'm like, oh shit, let me Shazam this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I can't even think of who the playlists are. I let SoundCloud do the work. I think at the middle of this week, SoundCloud, the algorithm just like really set me up and I tweeted my way through it and I was really like deeply, deeply in my feelings about it. Yeah. And I was at a coffee shop straight up yelling, just like, yes, <laughs> Zimbabwe in the house. Like yes. I, I was doing too much. Uh, highly, highly recommend just like listening to some African jams on SoundCloud and letting the algorithm sort you out. Okay, cool. Yeah, for me it's definitely, Soka is like, Soka makes me feel so happy. Mm-hmm. Soka is like, it's good for when you are happy. It's good when you don't feel happy. Yeah. When you make you happy. Yeah. It's just you can't feel bad. Soka. Never. And it's crazy because most I spent most of my life being a Soka non-believer. Mm-hmm. So now that I love Soka so much, when I meet other people who are like, I don't really like it. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. Why is your heart full of hatred? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I went through that phase as well where I, I mean, that was embarrassing to me. I loved it in the house, Mm -hmm. but I was like, do not roll down the windows of this car. I don't want anyone. Well, because we lived in a super white place and I was like, I don't want to get killed or, you know, just noticed at all. Yeah. Um, Because we were already so noticed. But but it took me a while to find my love of it as well. Yeah, it's great. It's like listening to it, like you can feel like warmth on your face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I wish I was like in Trinidad right now or yeah. anywhere, anywhere warm. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to ask you, what is your like, suggest someone to me that sh- also has good taste that I should hit up? Okay, well, I definitely am not personally good taste. So first of all, thank you for having me here. <laughs> Uh, Motion. Do you guys know Motion? Yeah. Okay, so Motion is amazing. She is a spoken word artist. She's a rapper. She's a playwright. She's an amazing actor. 
Um, definitely, definitely, you need to have a long talk with her. Yeah. She'll blow your mind. She's dope. Yeah, she is. She's very dope. Again, thank you so much for thinking with me. And thank you guys for listening and listening in. Thank you for listening to the first live show, the first of many. And as always, don't forget to go to freegoodshow.com, sign up for the newsletter, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And of course, check out the playlist on Spotify and Apple Music and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Free Good Show. Um, if you have any suggestions for me or questions or anything like that, you can hit me up at freegoodshow at gmail.com. But other than that, thanks so much for listening. Peace.